I'm R.J. from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach, Georgia update from Thursday, the 13th of January, 2022. Happy Orthodox Julian New Year. Let's get going with a quick summary of what's going down in Sakhard Velo. Friday the 7th, UNESCO included Alexandre Lashkarava's name in the organization's list of journalists that were murdered in 2021. Lashkarava was injured on the 5th of July while covering happenings in Tbilisi. He died a few days later on the 11th. What happened on that day? On the 5th of July, the March of Dignity was scheduled to happen in Tbilisi within the framework Pride Week. However, some nationalist groups announced a counter-rally and told their supporters to take to the streets. Consequently, on the 5th of July, homophobic groups marched in front of Parliament building and attacked journalists who were there to cover the news. The government's non-intervention was so obvious it was complicit. Over 50 media representatives were attacked and injured, among them Lashkarava. According to witnesses, 20 people beat him up. On the 11th of July, just a few days after Lashkarava was discharged from the hospital, his mother found him dead in his house. Might not come as a surprise that the government wanted to avoid responsibility and association and end the discussion. So, the day Lashkarava died, briefing was held at the Ministry of Internal Affairs. According, the journalist's death was predictably connected to an alleged drug addiction. He said they died from an overdose. We should also mention that the same day UNESCO included Lashkarava's name on the list, the National Forensics Bureau revoltingly chose that day to release the autopsy report. The report said that he died of a heroin overdose. Lashkarava is the second Georgian journalist included in UNESCO's list. The first one was Georgi Sanaya, who was killed on the 26th of July, 2001. Speaking of events of the 5th of July, this week Jam News posted a video featuring Sabunia Vartagava, a social worker and an LGBT rights activist from Zugdidi. Vartagava decided that she would devote the rest of her life to protecting the rights of LGBT community, even though this means attacks and insults on a daily basis. If you want to know more, link to the six-minute video in the show notes. Merry Christmas to those celebrating it according to the Julian calendar. Orthodox Christian Georgian celebrated Christmas on Friday the 7th of January. Usually on Christmas Eve, night liturgy is held at churches. During the day, there's a traditional procession, also known as Alilo. This year, it started on First Republic Square and ended at Holy Trinity or Samepa church. Some updates on what the officials are up to. As we mentioned last week, Parliament has voted to dissolve the State Inspector's Service, the independent body in charge of investigating and monitoring personal data protection and abuse of power. As you may remember, in November, the Inspector's Agency fined the Ministry of Justice for illegal disclosure of videos of Misha's transfer from Rustavi Prison to Guldani Prison Hospital. On Wednesday, the 12th, the Tbilisi court completed the hearing of the appeal of the Ministry of Justice and made the decision to annul the fine issued by the state inspectors' agencies. Uh-huh. Monday the 10th, the head of the national movement, or Natsebi Nikamelia, stepped down from his position as chair of the party's political council. Koba Nakopia, member of parliament, had been chosen to fill the post. Nakopia has served as the executive secretary of the party for the last two years. His position now remains vacant. Some thought Melia was getting a little big for his britches and the party should be all about Misha, but Melia will remain as chair of the party, just not chair of the political council. On Tuesday the 11th, Tamar Makharashvili was appointed first deputy minister of education and science in Georgia. 
She will primarily be in charge of the Department of Preschool and General Education, while the former First Deputy Minister Ekaterina Ebuadze will continue working at USAID in the field of education with close cooperation with the ministry. Previously, Makarashvili held a number of government positions, such as Director of National Center for Educational Quality Enhancement, Deputy Minister of Refugees and Accommodation, Deputy Minister of the State Minister's Office for Diaspora Issues, and Advisor to the Minister of Culture, Monument Protection, and sport. Also this year, another deputy minister, Tamar Kitiashvili, stepped down from the same position. She will be leading the skills agency under the Ministry of Education and Science. Wednesday the 12th, court announced the final decision on the Mamuka Khazaradze and Badri Japaridze allegations of money laundering. In the summer of 2019, Khazaradze and Japaridze were accused of laundering 16 million U.S. dollars in 2008, the defendants were sentenced to seven years in prison. However, they were momentarily exempted from the charges due to the statute of limitations. So the government can avoid that embarrassment. Some of you are saying, hmm, 2008, that was a busy year. Wasn't that the year of the Russian invasion? Indeed, it was. The $16 million was very generously released by those guys into the economy to prevent a collapse of the currency. Money laundering charge was to try and put them out of politics and, at the Kremlin's behest, away from the Anaklia deepwater port. And also, as we know from the Pandora Papers, Bidzina cynically was investing at the same time um, in the port of Poti while these BS charges were being made. Yuck. As you may know, in the beginning of the year, NATO held an extraordinary meeting with Russia to discuss the broader European security issues. Nearly four-hour meeting was held on Wednesday, the 11th of January. As NATO Secretary Jens Stoltenberg stated during press conference, NATO members voiced support for the open-door policy, which theoretically could admit Georgia if it meets entry requirements, which Putin is hilariously portraying as a threat to its security, by which he means his right to invade neighbors. Before the meeting, on Monday the 10th, members of the Senate NATO Observer Group released a statement in support of the security and freedom of Eastern European allies, and a statement members supporting working with allies to push back on Putin's aggressive tactics and demonstrate the United States' commitment to maintaining a rules-based order in Europe. Now some COVID-related stuff. As of this week, Georgia has over a 1,000 confirmed cases of the Omicron strain. Even though the number of cases of the variant is increasing, only one person with the Omicron strain had to be hospitalized. According to the health, to health specialist, compared to other variants, Omicron is a lighter form of infection. Due to increased numbers of vacationers in the ski resorts, COVID-19 cases have been increasing in these holiday spots, especially in Gudaori and Bakuriani. On Monday, the 10th, Prime Minister Irakli Kharabashvili announced the government has ordered COVID medication developed by Pfizer, and it should arrive in the country in the coming weeks. This week, nightclubs in Tbilisi announced that they are planning to hold events on the 14th and 15th of January, despite restrictions imposed by the government. As you know, in order to prevent the spread of the virus, nightclubs around the country have been closed for almost two years. The government has allowed the clubs to hold events on New Year's Eve and last week on Christmas Eve. Nightclub owners demanded the government implement a new plan which will allow them to function during the pandemic. Monday the 10th, Georgian poet Rezo Hamashukheli 
passed away at the age of 85. He was secretary of the Georgia's Writers' Union. Ama Shucheli was awarded the Georgian Communist Party Prize for the poem Shout in the Order of Merit in 1996. He also won the prize Laureate of Galaktion Tavidze. Nothing better than a bowl of soup to keep you warm on these cold, cold days. CNN has included Georgian soup kharcho in the list of the world's best 20 soups. Kharcho is made of beef, Georgian plum sauce called khemali, ground walnuts, and a variety of vegetables. The soup also contains a mix of Georgian spices such as khmeli suneli. If you haven't tried it yet and you enjoy cooking, we've left the alleged best recipe in our show notes. That's it for this week. Thank you for joining us. Before we leave... We just like to tell you that it has been scientifically proven that recommending us to friends will avoid advertisements in these updates. So happy new year. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at Rorschach.com. Nachwamis. <laughs>